The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes on this town tonight. Hey, welcome into the Carmen Lasso Sports Talk Show. 888-346-9144 is the number to call in on the show any day of the week, Monday through Friday. Except for Wednesdays Demry Lachey is here in the studio Riding solo for the day On this beautiful Thursday Out here in the Valley of Phoenix Open Is getting ready to kick off With the pro golfers uh, Hitting the golf course Getting finished with their Practice time Practice round I know a couple days ago They celebrated the Special Olympics um, Golf outing as well Over there So it's almost time For the pros to come out And I know the fans Are waiting and thrilling Waiting to come out I know Bubba Watson Has something to say about him not taking this deal too serious, and which we will touch up on uh, throughout the show today, and him just basically only being there for the sponsors. Um, other news that, other sports that we'll talk about today. I mean, did you all catch the performance last night between two of the best point guards in the NBA, and Stephen Curry? Yes, once again, he puts on a masterful display, and between him and John Wall, John Wall, forty-one points last night it was very surprise, surprising. Uh, surprised me. Uh, got me kind of anxious. Getting I mean, you know, just can't wait for this NBA All-Star weekend to kick off. And, you know, the, the resurgence of the point guard play, I mean, these guys are really standing out, and we'll definitely talk about that um, throughout the NBA. NFL news, Colin Kaepernick ready to find a new home, in which I'm very surprised on the team that he's chosen to speak out on and speak out with. But uh, we'll discuss that as well. And, you know, we're three days away, Super Bowl 50 about to kick off. I know Kwame, he's out of town. He's uh, actually in Santa Barbara. I believe he just landed. He did send me out a text, and shall be calling in here very soon. Him and Kurt will be calling. Kurt, he's running around the city. You know how Kurt gets down, so should be calling in soon as well. But uh, I want to kick this thing off starting about Colin Kaepernick. And it's funny because as soon as we left studio um, on Tuesday, because yesterday we had the day off, uh, this news dropped, and it kind of shocked me, especially with uh, – Colin Kaepernick finally, you know, getting a new head coach once again and him, you know, possibly fitting the system in which Chip Kelly is always known for to always fit the system in way in one way or another. But um, he he wants out already. He don't even want to go through the Chip Kelly phase. I'm pretty sure something has happened beforehand in which, you know, that the story probably will come out in a little bit more, um, you know, as the story begins to develop but for Colin Kaepernick to come out publicly I mean not only his agent or you know some type of management speaking up for him he actually came out for himself spoke out to the media spoke out to a source and it's dropped and it's out now Colin Kaepernick has definitely said and mentioned that he is ready to get out of town get ready to move on from San Francisco and to get to the New York Jets and you know at first I'm looking at this I'm like okay the New York Jets that's that's a pretty odd situation. 
Um, you know, they just had a new head coach coming in, and Todd Bowles, who had a wonderful 10-6 season. And then I started, you know, sit back and think about it and wait. I'm like, okay, there is a talented running game that Colin Kaepernick can bounce from, that he can uh, build up on. And, you know, the guy, uh, Chris Ivory back there, and then, you know, the multiple running backs that the New York Jets always have loaded each and every season. He has two of the premier receivers in the game, and, you know, Eric Decker and uh, Brandon Marshall, who I believe is a top 10 threat throughout the NFL still to this day. And, you know, he has a, there's a great tight end there. I mean, there's weapons on the offensive side. They have a pretty good O-line, a great defense that's just going to keep getting better. And you have Darrell Rivas over there who you can get better at, you know, throughout practice, and maybe he can lend a hand and talk to you. So the Jets is a great destination for him. But I don't think uh, Fitzpatrick, I don't know what the Jets are going to do with that concept. I mean, where do you go from Fitzpatrick guy? You know, he leads you to a 10-6 team as a quarterback. Obviously, he's a game manager. He's not really a game changer. I mean, it's a risk for the Jets, you know, to look at it as, you you know, it's a big-time name coming to New York, though, you know, having a Colin Kaepernick. He has the brand. He has the QB size. He's he's electric. He's mobile. You know, that's the huge uh, threat now in the NFL is grabbing a mobile quarterback who can sit in the pocket and throw. That's the only – that's the unproven part. That's the part – I mean, it stands out, you know, bigger than the other side of it anyway is – taking that risk of pulling in a guy like a Colin Kaepernick, trusting him to sit in the pocket, trusting him to make the right throws. I mean, you can go grab this guy and bring him in and, you know, put him in as a day one starter. Because I think, I mean, him and Fitzpatrick, even though Kaepernick had a pretty off year, but, I mean, look who his head coach was. Look who is, you know, his his O-line. You know, he had several guys retired. Just a different mindset or a different team uh, for the 49ers. It was just a bad situation. So, going with this as a restart and for him to target the New York Jets I mean that's I mean obviously he wants to go there he wants to play there he obviously may have some type of connection with some of the players or with the coaching staff for him you know to publicly speak out kind of like a I hate to bring this up but kind of like a Johnny Menzel concept where he was calling out the the Dallas Cowboys obviously he feels a good connection in which you know during the process in which Johnny Menzel was going to be drafted, that he has a good connection with Jerry Jones, with the Dallas Cowboys organization. And, you know, certain guys aren't going to call teams out. They're not going to reach out and, you know, publicly say a team unless they really feel as if, you know, they're positive about a, a chance to get there. Like, it's it's going to happen. Like, don't be surprised if this happens. This is the reason why I'm calling this team out and organization out to the public. So, uh I can't wait to see this whole thing unfold. Um, I think the Jets, you know, after I sat back and thought about it, like, well, you could have picked any team. The Jets, huh? do they really want the playoffs? I mean, you could have – I, I could have seen, uh, you know, maybe a, him to get in the, in the same division, maybe taking a trip to L.A. from the Bay to L.A., maybe talking about the Rams, uh, maybe getting a possible contention with the Bears concept. But the Jets is not a bad fit. You know, the only team you got to really worry about in that division each and every year is the Patriots. Well, now the Bills, since the Bills knocked them out, you know, and Rex Ryan knows that whole formula and what the heck the Jets, you know, got over there in which, you know, he pretty much built before handing it off to uh, Todd Bowles. But, you know, you still have to you still have to beat the Patriots. And Colin Kaepernick, is he mature enough to do that? We know and we've seen for sure, you know, Fitzpatrick, you know, he doesn't have it just yet. He's he's never really really had it with his history in the NFL, but to him to have that success, I mean, you really have to take your time and really think about making this change and this move. 
yeah, Kaepernick is a big time name. He's a big, you know, brand that'll come your way. And he did just get, you know, he did get some guaranteed money that you would definitely have to open the the paycheck. You know, you have to open up that checkbook. You know, you can take care of it. But I know any team in the NFL, the New York Jets have the money to do so. So, I mean, it's a great destination. I think it would be a great fit. You know, outside looking in, hopefully, you know, Todd Bowles can get him under his wing and he can kind of mature Colin Kaepernick because I think he has a ton of maturity to do on the field for sure. I mean, some of the throws that this guy was making, I mean, his attitude, his body language, you know, it, his even all the rumors off the field that came along in the, in the uh, locker room, you know, as a bad teammate. You know, a lot of guys brushed him the wrong way. Everyone had all these rumors going back and forth about Kaepernick and how he, he lacks as a leader. And, you know, he was he, they, they were giving it to him. You know, as soon as Harbaugh got out the as soon as Harbaugh got out the way and, you know, moved on to Michigan. You know, Colin Kaepernick, I mean, they were looking at him as he was a joke. Like, dog, you're not no leader. You don't do that. Yeah, they were calling this man out. You're a starting quarterback. You know, the guy who just got paid. I mean, you will want, you know, teammates to, you know, rally around you and, you know, speak on, you know, to step up as a leader. But nobody had your back, you know. And that's the concept, you know, by your body language. You know, he wasn't as bad as an RG3 or a Menzel type, you know, atmosphere. But, it, it literally was was shown, you know, throughout on the field. You know, he had Gabbert come out and take his spot, and you know, Gabbert played very well. You know, for a guy who hasn't touched the field, you know, since he'd been drafted to the NFL. But to have, you know, now it's time to see, you know, how do you bounce back? That's what true leadership, you know, shows. You know, you were the face of the franchise. Now you took a step back. You know, maybe it was injuries, whatever it may be. Obviously, you didn't fit uh, Tom Sula's. Um, you know, structure, his culture. So that's when he went with Gabriel. He's like, you know what, let's finish the season with this guy. So, you know, Kaepernick, you know, you have time to rebuild yourself. I mean, you're still young. You still have more to build onto that brand, and you just got to get back to, to winning. You know, you were a Super Bowl quarterback, and now you just went to a whole straight backup, you know, as soon as you get your paycheck. So I think it's a great deal to get him out of town. Your quarterback does not want to be there, especially with a new organization, with a new face that's coming into town. To get him out, you know, then let's move on. It's a great time to restart. You know, San Francisco, they get an early round draft pick. You know, that guy, Carson Wentz, you know, he's, everyone's speaking about him coming out of North Dakota State. Take that risk. I mean, there's other guys coming out of, you know, college as well. You know, you got the golf, and you got the kid out of Memphis. I mean, it's literally, you know, you can draft a quarterback now for a guy like Chip Kelly to, you know, build upon. You know, even a guy like Vernon Adams, who kind of reminds me of a uh, of a Russell Wilson coming out of Oregon. Hopefully Chip Kelly can look that way, you know, making that Oregon connection, obviously, down the pipeline. That wouldn't be a bad pickup. I mean, he's not a first-round draft pick, but he did play very well in the Senior Bowl. You know, he stood out. He, he looked phenomenal. He threw, like, three touchdowns, and, I mean, he just looked so efficient. Even throughout the week, everyone's saying how efficient he was, you know, it, on the field and off the field as a leader. He stepped up. I mean, towards the end of the season, as soon as the kid got healthy and Vernon Adams, this guy was making plays left and right for Oregon, and I believe they went off and went on like a 6-1 six, six and one run, you know, to finish off the season before losing in that bowl game. But, you know, a guy like Vernon Adams, I mean, he, take a look at him. You know, that's that, that's that third-round, fourth-round guy, kind of like a Russell Wilson, who's going to play with a chip on his shoulder, and he can bounce back in two things. So, uh, I could see Chip Kelly, you know, going with a guy like that in a draft. And, 
you know, San Francisco is going to be tough to find a quarterback in a free agency. I mean, there's some big names or some well-known house, known names, you know, that's going to be out there on the list. But, you know, who knows? Would you take that risk? I don't know. I would definitely start off in the draft. You trying to build something new. You know, Chip Kelly, you got to put your ego to the side. You know, you got a whole new deal you have to attack. But I can't wait to see what this story, you know, is going to drop. I think it's some big news that's that's being hidden right now and which I'm anticipating and willing to find out and see what the heck is going on because for Colin Kaepernick to come out this early, not even played a down, not even played a practice, you know, under Chip Kelly, and he's already ready to get out of town. So, I mean, he wants to talk to some quarterbacks some players that has played with, you know, Chip Kelly under the system. And, you know, that could that can definitely make your mindset. That can definitely – Drive you to making the decision. Hey, man, I, I don't trust. I don't trust it already. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We got a ton of sports more to come up here. Um, we got, like I said, we're going to discuss that Curry John Wall matchup last night, which was phenomenal. NBA All Star Game coming up. Super Bowl Fifty. Some predictions going to be made today as well. You listen to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Don't chase the dial, and we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back into the Climate Laster Sports Talk Show with Demi Lachey today, riding solo on this beautiful Thursday out here in the Valley. Uh, first segment, you know, we kicked off talking about this old Colin Kaepernick coming out, you know, the other day and speaking on him ready to move on already from the Chip Kelly segment. This Chip Kelly era is kicked off already to a bang. You know, it's it's, none, it's something that we never that we already seen before. You know, players ready to get out of town. Uh, players ready to move on, and you know, hopefully this is not. Hopefully this is the last guy that you know that the Forty ers like speak out and let go or is ready to move on. 
because you want to keep a culture. You want to keep some of your leaders around. And when you go into a new situation as a head coach, uh, as a new job, you know, anywhere you go, you want as a whole manager or, you know, an owner type of position, you want to keep that culture the same. And you want to keep your leaders there. You want to figure out how do you adapt to them and how, you know, what principles you bring along the same way and how they adapt to yourself and how you correlate that well. That's how you become a better leader. That's how you become a great coach. So we'll, we will see, you know, with the San Francisco 49ers team in which they're already just, you know, up and messed up. And it's, it's just been a building rebuilding process for the past, like, two years. And, you know, I'm, I'm just waiting to see now what, what in the world is going to happen. And, you know, hopefully there's not a lot of more guys that's going to follow the Kaepernick role and just get out of town. I, I want to see success happen again in San Francisco. They're, ho- they're hosting the Super Bowl. they got the whole beautiful new stadium. Why wouldn't you want to stay there? I mean, I understand Chip Kelly has his ways, but you know, as a coach, you got to learn how to to adapt like that. You know, you got to adapt to this new culture. You don't want guys leaving you because then once guys leave, that means the first thing you got to do is replace that guy. You got to replace a roster spot, not necessarily go get another Kaepernick, but just go get. You have to go out and spend more money to go find. You know, spend more time to go get a veteran player for whatever position. Or if not, you got to go into the draft. And guys who you thought, you know, oh, I guess we didn't need to draft a quarterback. Well, now you do. You know, now you have to. Because I don't think Blaine Gabbert's the guy to go with for the future. I'm going to be honest with you. He, he, I mean, thank you, thank you for filling in the time, but he's he's not my guy to go. He's not my day one guy, So especially for the future. Um, so it's time to go draft a quarterback now because now you got to look that way. And you got to look early now. You know, that's an important position, obviously. Uh, more um, football news, and it's sticking towards the NFL. Now, this story kind of kind of upset me. I believe it dropped yesterday. Um, well, I know I caught it yesterday. I was just sitting around just, you know, looking at Super Bowl updates, seeing what the heck is going on out there, Santa, Santa Clara. Um, heck, I was even trying to figure a way to get out there, to sneak out there, but uh, so much going on at the end of this week. You know, I definitely won't have time to make it out, but... Denver Broncos coach Gary Kubiak said Wednesday, yeah, as of yesterday, he was very disappointed in Ryan Murphy. Who in the world is Ryan Murphy? I'm going to introduce you all to Ryan Murphy, who is the player who got sent home from their location. Um, I guess I guess they're located in San Jose, which is not far from Santa Clara, obviously, whole, that whole deal in the Bay Area. Murphy was allegedly involved in a prostitution sting in San Jose, about four miles from Santa Clara. That's how close, you know, these places are. I'm going to read that again. Murphy, Murphy, Ryan Murphy, the Broncos practice squad player. You know, you know, he's not on a 53-man roster yet, but that's what you kind of play for yourself for towards the practice squad. That's why you're on a practice squad to get towards that 53-man roster. And you're at the Super Bowl. No matter what, you still get a ring. <laughs> Quote, unquote, you know, when, if you win, you will still get a ring, Ryan Murphy. Gary Kubiak is very disappointed. I, I just don't understand where, I don't, I, I just, it just disappoints me. It, it, not, even, not even a simple fact that it's over a prostitutional, whatever is alleged, but the simple fact that you're putting yourself out in this situation, you got the biggest game of your lifetime that you've ever been a part of, with with a great team, 
you know, you being a practice player, you're literally like, I think it's about what, 10 to 11 practice players on a roster that NFL teams are allowed to keep. You're in that boat. I mean, even that spot right there, even that position, it's hard to contain. Not only that, they bring you along to the Super Bowls. Some practice guys don't get brought even to the playoffs anymore. Some guys, they cut loose or some guys, they just say, ah, you can stay at home, go visit some family. You know, we'll call you if we need you. But they actually bought, you know, the Broncos kept their whole squad together and even the practice guys and brought these guys out to the Super Bowl because it's preparation like no other week. We're going to treat this week the same. You got a guy out here. I mean, literally, like, what What in the world are you thinking about? What, what are you doing? It's the biggest game of your lifetime. This is what you played the game for. Everyone wants that shot at the Super Bowl. And if Ryan Murphy say, oh, he really couldn't care less about the Super Bowl, what, whatever this game is, then he'll be lying, in which I know for sure he would never come out and say that. But, I mean, you, you dream about opportunities like this, just walking out on the field that many guys do not have the chance to do. Um, that players across the country, even in the NFL, are going to be watching this team and what you're going to be in place for. The millions of viewers that's going to be watching this game are going to wish they had the seats that Ryan Murphy had where the, with it being on the sideline. I mean, on the sideline of the Broncos, you know, cheering your teammates on. I mean, you're still getting paid. You still get that playoff check. It's literally like what in the world were you thinking any deal with allegedly involved in a prostitutional sting in San Jose. Like, what? Why? That's very disappointing. That's a distraction now. So not only did you bring a distraction upon yourself, Ryan Murphy, this brought a distraction towards the Denver Broncos preparation. It's giving Gary Kubiak a headache days before a kickoff. It's giving Carolina something to thrive off for. Obviously, you're not concentrating. You're not helping your teammates out in no you know way, shape, or form, Ryan Murphy. I mean, like, literally, you. this was a, a very selfish and disappointing act that he bought upon the Denver Broncos. I mean, this is a blue-collar organization. You know, let, they take care of one another. Gary Kubiak, former player, former, former Broncos player, excuse me. John Elway, former Broncos player, great, Hall of Famer. These guys are a blue-collar organization. Like, nothing has whammed about trouble or any situations or stigmas sticking out. This is the very first one, and to have it at a big stage like this, it's very, it's it's not needed. It's a, it's a huge distraction. And for it to be a prostitutional sting, oh, man, you just flew all the way from Denver. You flew from Colorado to California to get involved with a prostitutional sting days before the Super Bowl. This is what the Denver Broncos, they're going to look at you as a maturity standpoint. This is where you have to prove yourself. Can you handle the big stage? You know, because this is what we're used to. This is we're the Denver Broncos. This is what we're going for towards the future. This is we've been in the Super Bowl in the past two times in the past what three four years. We're here again. John Elway back to back Super Bowls. This is what we do as a Broncos organization. And you went out, went and did a selfish act, and now it's bringing a huge distraction towards you know the organization. Not only that, towards your career, Ryan. Like, come on, brother. Like, not many people get this chance, man. You got to take full advantage of it. If, you, if you're in the learning system, you're a rookie. You just got there. To learn at the biggest stage and learn how your team gets there, learn how to – so even if, you know, Denver might may not be your spot, obviously they're going to move on from this. Uh, 
you know, I just know how to how the Broncos work. They don't have time for the Ryan Murphys. They can get another one sometime soon. You just blew it, you know. You're with a Super Bowl organization. They got in there. You've been a part of that. You ruined, you, you crashed the whole culture, you know, just by your selfish act. It's very disappointing. And, I mean, Gary Kubiak hit it right on the head. He did the right thing in sending this guy home. We don't want you to be anywhere a part of this. We, you know, you're from Oakland, California, so obviously you just went up the road. You will still be around the area, but I mean, I, I wouldn't even bother to even, you know, get keep in contact. I'll be I'll be releasing you the next day if it was me, if I was the Denver Broncos organization after the Super Bowl, of course, because that's where everybody that's where you where your main focus is at. You want to focus on that for sure. But I mean, literally, it's. You just blew it. I mean, it's it's very embarrassing. Um, I know his. I guess Murphy's brother was around the situation as well. You just got to be mature, man. I mean, it happened around a Motel Six. I mean, citing the source, it was sources around. I was questioning. You know, it's it, you're just putting yourself in a terrible situation. And for you know a guy like that, I mean, you're a good guy. You're you're coming back home. You know, you're going to have some tickets. You can bring your, your friends, your family out to the people you grew up with who not only, you know, you're not only representing yourself. So what you're not playing? So what you're not on the field? So what you're not on a 53-man roster? You are with a great team. You get to have a chance to get a ring. So the guys who are ahead of you, you get to push them, make these guys better, make the opposite. You know, you're doing your scout team deal. Be a scout. You know, go hard. Do what you got to do to to make yourself look like, you know, uh, to make yourself look like the Broncos uh, or the Carolinas defense. You know, you have to implement that. They're counting on you to sh- give them a good show so they can go out there and get a ring for you, for them, for the whole organization. It's just embarrassing. It's very disappointing. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. You know, Gary Kubiak, he didn't make a big deal over it. You know, he's like, hey, we're going to move on from it. You know, talk to me about it in a, in a couple weeks, in a week or so. I got a, I got a big game to prepare for. We're not going to let this distra- distraction, you know, kill us and where we're headed to so it's just a very disappointing act and when i when it came across my phone i'm just like man what is what what is going on how do you get yourself involved in something like this like where's your concentration at like you you have you're preparing yourself for the super bowl this is what you dream of once you put on a helmet when you know when you're young at a young age when you first put on pads you know, you're thinking about the NFL. When you finally get to the NFL, you the first thing every guy think of, yo, I want, I want to win the NFL championship. I want to win a Super Bowl ring. Everyone, no matter what money, what effort, what injuries, Thomas Davis is on the other sideline, other side, with a broken arm, but he's determined to play. Like that's this is the moment. If it was just a regular playoff game, regular season game, Thomas Davis would never be out there. No way. But it's the game of a lifetime. It's a one. It's it's that one chance. You know, you get. You never know when that when that can ever happen again, Ryan Murphy. I hope the best for you, brother. I hope you learn from this mistake. Um, you know, I hope you, you you grow some maturity and really like just move on from the situation because it's it's embarrassing right now. And hopefully, you know, you, from what I read about Ryan Murphy, I mean, I know he's a good guy. You know, he's kind of just caught up in the wrong situation at the wrong time. Man, I hope you learn from it. I hope you get another chance. I hope so, man. Trust me. I'm I'm hoping you get another chance, but right now, man, it's you got to learn from it. And it sucks. It's, it's very embarrassing.
Carmen Lasseter Sports Talk Show. I didn't want to spend that much time um, definitely speaking on that, but it, it really shocked me to see that. Uh, coming up after the break, we're going to discuss a little bit more about when the world is getting these players' minds, you know, these athletes' minds about, you know, being in big-time stage, being, being in big-time situations, whether it's college football, whatever, college basketball. I mean, these guys getting into so much trouble at the big stage, so I just don't get it. Kwame Lester, Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Yo, MD. Yeah, what's up, man? Think of that girl they call Roxanne. She's all stuck up. Why you say that? Cause you wouldn't give a guy like me no rap. But she was walking down the street, so I said, Hey, hey welcome back. Welcome back in the Carmen Lester the Sports Talk Show, 888-346-9144. We're kicking off the third segment here. Brian Solo, Demi Lachey is in the studio. Carmen Lasseter is definitely just, I guess he just landed over in the Bay Area. She'll be calling in here very soon. Just shot me over the text and talking about how crazy it is already. I'm like, man, you haven't left the airport yet. How do you know how crazy it is? So um, he did just hit me up, though. Um, it is Thursday on this beautiful Thursday. Last segment, and segment two, you know, pretty much discussing this guy, Ryan Murphy, and the trouble and the distraction that was being bought upon um, right now during the Super Bowl time and preparation that the Denver Broncos are preparing for the Carolina Panthers and how, you know, how big of a distraction it is and which it could have been even worse. But, you know, they moved on from it and uh, Gary Kubiak didn't make a big scene about it. He just said, you know, he it's the reason why he's a rookie practice squad player. Uh, obviously, you know, he wrong place, wrong time. 
but he did say he was a great guy. He did mention how, you know, Ryan Murphy is a, you know, his character did not see this coming at all, especially with the legendly, a whole prostitutional standpoint. Um, but, you know, he's downplaying it. He, he's not making big noise of it and big news of it. Didn't just send the guy home and just now just ready to keep on preparing. So uh, I'm excited for the Super Bowl 50. I know the buzz around the value. I mean, it's really picking up. Um, everyone's getting very excited for it. And, you know, it's it's almost prediction time because, I, I mean, I just don't know who to roll with. Like, literally, as of yesterday, someone had asked me, man, who you got for this game? Who you got in the Super Bowl? Give me a prediction. Give me a score. Give me kind of like a Vegas rundown. You know, I'm I'm just thinking and I'm like, man, as of today, I, you know, I think I'm going with Carolina. But as the week keeps progressing, you know, I think Denver is starting to see everyone join that bandwagon of Carolina. They're seeing how Carolina is so, you know, confident. I don't want to say cocky because they're not cocky. They're, they're doing the same thing they've been doing um, all year, all week long, every week in and week out. The way that these guys carry themselves, I mean, they carry themselves with a lot of confidence in the Carolina Panthers, but they get business done on the field. So, But I, I, for some something is like digging into me and saying that defense is ready to give Cam Newton in that offense, you know, one heck of a show. These guys are very prepared. I mean, they have all pro, I mean, studs over there on that defense. You, you got the number one defense in the NFL, on paper, on the field, on film. I mean, whatever it may be, the Broncos got it, you know, on the defensive side. So I don't know. Something inside of me is just telling me, like, don't, don't choose too soon. Don't, don't make that mistake. So I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm still debating on my, on my prediction. Please call in. Let me know who you predicting. I want to know so that way, if you got something to say that I can hear it or you know something I've never heard before, I'm open to it. So, uh, but right now, you know, I, I think I'm rolling with Carolina, but that Denver, I don't know, something about is making me making me pretty nervous about this decision. So, we'll see what's coming up in the NBA world. Uh, last night, you know, we finally got some time to check out some basketball, and you know, I'm only I'm only watching basketball right now if it's like a big primetime game, if it's certain matchups that I want to see, certain individuals going at it. And what caught my attention, caught my eye, was you know John Wall and the Washington Wizards hosting um, Steph Curry and the boys. So anytime Curry's on TV, I'm gonna be honest, I, I drop everything and I and I turn it on. I I have to watch this guy and this team play. It's it's fun to watch. So. They they got it on last night. They started the game off with fireworks. They ended with fireworks as well. So, you know, going into this game, you know, John Wall has been talking a lot about, you know, his respect among the top point guards. <coughs> Excuse me. And how he's not really mentioned, you know, with in that higher aspect. How he's being looked over even even by the fans. You know, they're just not respecting his game. He's like, you know, I'm I'm not the guy that's gonna put up 25, 30 points a game. I don't I don't have to. I don't want to. I'd rather be the guy throwing out 16 points, 12 assists. Like that's me. That's how John Wall plays. And I'm a I'm a one man fast break, and I play a, a ton of defense. That's just how you know John Wall carries himself. But last night, I think he got caught up in the realm, and you know this guy Curry and that competitiveness really turned up another notch for John Wall. Last night, I I seen a John Wall I've never seen before. I mean, he's done these games before. He's done this before, obviously. And um, I don't watch a lot of Washington Wizards basketball, I'll be honest with you, unless they're on national television. 
and which last night they were on that scene. So I tuned in, and I seen a John Wall that I've never seen before. I mean, this guy literally just, he took over from, from the beginning of the game, and he was on Curry's heels. Curry was definitely, now we'll get to Steph, because we already know how that show always turns out to be. So, um, But I was, like, I'm trying to give all the praise before I go into the Curry segment. I'm trying to give all the praise I can to John Wall, because he held it down. He did what he, he did. What he tried to do, he did what he had to do to, you know, make this game competitive, to make Stephen Curry work on that defensive end, and which he did. You know, Stephen Curry, he had, he had a lot on his hands last night on dealing with the John Wall, dealing with that one-man fast break. I mean, i just never seen John Wall, you know, take over a game. He had a different view in his eye, even going back to his days in Kentucky. Like, <clears throat> i never seen John Wall take over a game like like he did like last night. But then on the other side, you know, you still you got this monster. You got this MVP, this reigning MVP um assassin in Stephen Curry. I mean I don't I don't know like where does this guy gets this game from? I mean his, his dad never really had this this type of thrill. Yes, he could shoot the ball from deep, but to do it the way that Stephen Curry's doing it it's starting to get out of control. I mean, it's it's literally starting to become too easy for this guy to to take over a ball game at any given moment. Now, the other night he did struggle from the three-point range, and I think he ended up the game with like 18, like 16 points or something, his last, their last outing with Golden State on his road trip. And then last night, you know, I wouldn't – I was expecting, you know, Curry to have a pretty good game and – you know, get back into his realm of things. I wouldn't. I was not expecting this man to go eleven for sixteen from three pointers. I was not expecting this man to see to put up thirty three points just from the three point line and everything else just happening when it happened. To put up one hundred thirty four points in regulation is incredible. Thirty five points in the first half by Stephen Curry is even more unbelievable. I mean, I don't know what. Like, I'm, I'm starting to get tired of even speaking on it. It's, it's starting to become a regular realm in which we're not used to seeing. You know, in this society, in this day and era, we used to seeing a team dominate. Uh, if one guy dominates like a Durant or LeBron, you know, for their team, I mean, it, it'll be a close game. It's rare to see a guy come out so many times, night in, night out. I mean, night after night, just just play the ball that he does. I mean, he's literally unstoppable. He, he No one can stop this guy. No one, I mean... Please bring up somebody that I that can hang 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 with this man throughout a game, throughout a week basis. I mean, no one's doing it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I know Steph Curry. You know, I, I know Russell Westbrook has made a lot of noise about um, being up there with Curry, and you know, well, he hasn't seen me yet this year. You know, and that guy plays with a ton of energy as well, so he never stops. He never stops. Uh, Hustling around, running around, and you know, and what Russell Westbrook does, he always, you know, he's a walking triple double nowadays, you know. So he's kind of like the only guy who's waiting to get his hands on Curry. He's the only one that we have not have yet to see. But last night, I mean, it's crazy how Curry he he doesn't even make he makes himself better by the by the competition he goes against, but also he makes these other guys even better. Throughout a game, like he he turned up John Wall's game. And I don't think John Wall even. I don't. I don't think John Wall. Like I'm not trying to disrespect John Wall at all, but 
he turned John Wall's game into a whole nother realm last night. Like I think John Wall could have could have went up to Curry last night and said, "Thank you, thank you for for doing that to me because you are one bad, you know, you you one bad guy, you one bad brother." And it, it's it's time after time. I mean, it, it's starting to look so unreal. It's like he's shooting in a video game. Like like I said, like his last outing against the Knicks, Curry was just five for seventeen overall um, from a shooting display. And, you know, everyone's talking about, you know, he's in this slump and we've never seen it and it's rare. Yeah, he had a bad night. That was the first night we've seen all season that Curry went into a slump of him at least putting up, you know, 10 or more shots. Last night game, he he got out that slump pretty quick. 11 of 16 from the three-point line. 134 points. I mean, it was a fun game. It was fun watching, you know, uh, it was fun watching Washington get back into the game after in the second half and, you know, competing, it was, you know, competing with them, with the Warriors to get back, you know, trying to catch the lead and making the game from like a 12-point game to like a 5-point game. It was a fun game to watch. I mean, it, it ended up, you know, the, the Warriors ended up pulling out the win, the victory, you know, by 13 points. But, I mean, it was, I didn't want to change the channel. To see the level of play that Curry presented for John Wall to come out and, to take his game to a whole nother signing that I've never seen before on a consistent four-quarter basis, that was exciting. John Wall had 20 in the first half, but Curry had the 35. I mean, what more can you do? You got to make this guy work on the, on the defensive end just as much as you work on the offensive end. I mean, your best defense against Curry is your offensive game. And I think John Wall kind of showed that. Like, hey, if you, you're going to have to play lights out against this guy. Any, like, you can't have an average game against him. Because he will, he will kill you. You have to have an above and beyond game in which, you know, John Wall tried it. You know, he, he tried to do it. He could have had a little more help, you know, from his teammates from a consistent standpoint of knocking down shots and defending, um, not letting these other guys score, uh, you know, when they had their opportunities. Because, you know, as a point guard, you need help. Like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm looking down the list tonight. I'm looking at the games and schedules. I got Curry on a, on a, on a Wednesday night. Yo, I, I need y'all help. I need y'all to stop a Draymond. I need y'all to hold, you know, I need y'all to hold Harrison Barnes. You know, I need you guys to to lock these other guys down, you know, to put a hand up in Klay Thompson's face and not let him go off for 24. I mean, at least get him to 12 because this guy Curry, is it's going to be a challenge all night. You know, I need some help. But, I mean, this team is literally chasing that 72. It's starting to become surreal. Um... Will they go down as the best NBA regular season team in history? That'll be a, a great debate to speak up on when it's all said and done. I mean, they still have a ton of basketball left. They had an all-star weekend coming up, in which I'm excited for. Because of the play that Curry has been displaying these past two years, literally, I'm excited to see you know what game is going to be brought out from the competitors, from the East Coast, from you know, to Kyle Lowry, from John Wall again, you know, the point guards that were selected over there. I want to see Russell Westbrook and him, you know, as teammates. Hey, you, I see you do one thing, I'm up that. You know, who's going to step up to Curry's level? That's why I'm excited for this NBA All-Star weekend. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a fun, great weekend to see, you know, these competitors go at it. Hopefully they put on a show and they don't disappoint, in which I love watching the All-Star game, but I love watching the Pro Bowl because these guys actually officially go at it. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We're going to take one last break with Demi Lachey. After the break, we're going to discuss more NBA news, um, some college basketball news that stood out to me the other day as well. You listen to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, and we'll be right back. 
internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back into the last segment. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show, 888-346-9144 is the number to call in. Join us anytime. This is Demi Lachey in here, Ryan Solo, in this last segment. Uh, we just definitely just going to bounce around. You know, if you listen to the show before, you know how this last segment go. We just kind of go off the topics, uh, quick topics, be in and out of the subjects on this last segment. So uh, to jump right in, first of all, I want to excuse myself from uh, that last segment. I'm, I'm dealing with a little cold, so I appreciate y'all bearing with me and you know, I've been getting a little sick on the mic uh, today, but I appreciate you all uh, bearing with me for a little bit. Last night, yesterday, National Signing Day 2016, uh, this is when all these recruits, everything becomes super official. And not only, you know, it's no more, oh, I'm just committed, verbally committed. No, you're fully committed by signing that National Letter of Intent. I remember my day of signing day. Towards the Sycamores, it was a very nerve-wracking day. My phone, my emails were blowing up all day from uh, several other universities and Indiana State themselves, you know, making sure, hey, you know, make sure that I go through with my decision. So, I mean, it was no question. I mean, throughout that last day, it was literally like a couple days before. It was when I really sat back and was thinking elsewhere, but... I uh, definitely wanted to stay close to home, and uh, what Trim Miles had presented to me, the project really worked. So uh, I, I know that nerve-wracking day, you know. And then when that letter of intent gets to your, uh, comes through through the facts, and you fax it through, and you kind of take a breath of air, you can finally get to breathe and say, oh, I'm finally done. Like, the phone call stopped, the text messages in, the email stopped. And you, you almost sit back and I'm like, well, dang, where's the love at? Like, because you literally go through years. You know, a couple guys go through, you know, three or four years. I was going through like two years of recruiting every single day. My phone, my my email, you know, uh, text messages, my coach in my face, and my high school coach, you know, trying to update me and let me know about stuff. I mean, it's literally like 
a, it's a life changing event <laughs> once it happens, once it goes through. Because your phone, you know, you, you lose a lot of contacts. You lose a lot of numbers after that. Uh, you don't have so many people reaching out to you. And I can't imagine now with social media being so hyped up and where it is now, those uh, certain tweets that you'll probably get towards your inbox, towards your DMs, towards, you know, the, your mentions. I'm pretty sure, you know, th- that that will slow down a little bit. But, you know, it's funny. You go back, I will go back to my mailbox each and every day and, you know, I get less and less mail. I'm like, man, now I feel like I'm, 12 again or I feel like I'm like 14 15 again where there's no one you know that that that's recruiting me or whatever so it, it was a big stage for these high school guys I mean I'm glad that they signed that letter of intent wished them well um some of the guys went over extravagant I know I talked about it on Tuesday about you know how these guys do their commitment with these videos nowadays and yeah I, I mean I may be a hater I don't I, I could care less but I think it's a huge distraction towards uh, you as a player towards their university. Um, I mean, I understand you building your brand now, and you're gonna you know accomplish it and build up on it later. But I just don't want you to to fall into like a Johnny Menzel aspect where you build your brand up so much that you, as soon as you do one bad thing, I mean, it tarnishes and it kills it all the way down. Or you know, same deal like a RG three. You know, I don't want you to focus on the brand so much and just just play the sport, man. Just Make your commitment, you know, move on from it. You know, if you send a tweet out, that's cool. But doing a whole music videos and uh, making a whole little commercial or funny jumping out of planes, playing paintball, like, come on. All that stuff is not needed. It's not necessary. But uh, it was great watching some of the college coaches, you know, be so excited after signing day, the guys who they really wanted to get. And when that fax come through to see their faces change up, I know Michigan – my boys at University of Michigan, they had a they had a huge party, and you know they they did things the right way, and they got celebrities involved, and you know that's that high blue collar class, you know deal that that you get with Michigan, you know with Jim Harbaugh, you know bringing in you know Tom Brady, bringing in Ric Flair, bringing in Derek Jeter. I mean the whole Michigan. I mean you had Desmond Howard there as well. So I mean that's just how. That, that's how you build a program. That's how you build success. You bring in the guys that have been there before. You give them praise. You bring them guys back. You bring some friends in now, like, you know, your celebrity friends, like a Ric Flair, you know, like a Derek Jeter. You bring these type of guys around. You show the players the atmosphere that you are bringing bought up on. We're professionals around here, and we succeed. And we want you to be a part of all of this because we are all a family. And, that you know, I've always been a huge Michigan fan. That was my number one school growing up and being in the Midwest. I was a Wolverine fan to the fullest. And I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy that they picked up the number one recruit in the country, you know, through a fax. And, you know, now it's stated and it's on paper. You know, these guys will also have to figure out and know, you know, it's not – you're not just signing with, you know, just, just a coach. You're signing to a whole program. You're signing to the school. I want these guys to figure that deal out, and it's not just about, you know, oh, I'm going to play with this coach because that national letter of intent, you know, if the coach leaves, you know, you're signed to that school. You don't have, you know, the paperwork, the contract to get you out of it. You know, you're stuck. Otherwise, you got to go to a different program, and you can only go to certain schools, whatever it may be. So um, I was just so excited to see – you know, my team, Michigan, you know, pop up in that top 10, that top five finish. Uh, they pulled it in strong with Harbaugh, you know, sleeping in with these guys, having sleepovers or whatnot. And I know Alabama finished number one overall. 
uh, stars-wise, you know, we'll see what the future may hold. But Alabama finishing number one. I believe Florida State was number two and LSU number three, which, you know, that's that's what it's always been, you know, those top three programs like that. And then Ohio State and Michigan finish off four and five. And it's it's a great deal to see those two teams out in the Midwest, you know, to hang up and hang around those, you know, those southern teams and get that rivalry back going in the Big Ten of Michigan and Ohio State. I mean, that's that's what I grew up on. That's what I'm used to. So to have big time recruits and to see the future, you know, build upon that, you know, we'll see. A lot of coaches got disappointed though. A lot of a lot of programs, you know, you on the other end. Which which, you know, it's something you can grow up on and figure out, you know, where you need to do better for the next season, but uh you know, it's it's literally like a, it's a great day. It's a great day to build upon a future and to see where everyone else can go forward. It's funny because I'm watching like the Carolina Panthers guys and the guys who are in the Super Bowl now and where they were ranked in high school. And, you know, a lot of the Carolina Panther players, you know, they didn't speak with, I guess, the Rivals.com analysts and media people that were out there because of the rankings that they were ranked. And those guys are trying to do interviews with them like, hey, you remember me from the camp and the guys are just really just dismissing him. Like, no, nah, you, that's a team camaraderie thing, you know, that they probably put together before the going out there of, you know, as a young scouting, like, now nah, you put me as a two star, three star, whatever, you know, you were a hater. Now I'm in the Super Bowl. Now you want to be friendly with me. You know, a great example, a guy like Luke Keekley. He was not highly recruited. I mean, he went to Boston college and, and wrecked shop. You know, he went to a big time high school program in St. Xavier, if you don't know about it, it's in Cincinnati, Ohio, big Midwest program, always nationally ranked, especially during his time in there. But he was not highly, you know, scouted. He was, you know, he had all the the downfall or downfalls and you know everything against him. So he proven to you know show that stars and stuff, all that stuff really doesn't matter. It's about like the work you put in when you get there. Um. And what's, you know, the big goal at the end of the day? And where do you see yourself? So um, congrats to all the, like I said, all these high school guys. I mean, they have a lot to play for. I hope they don't get caught up with all these videos and all this stuff that's going on just to, you know, have a spotlight, have a moment. But, you know, to build up on this, you know, it, it starts now and it it will come to an end pretty quick, you know, sooner than later. You will find out, you know, if you're ready for that level or whatnot. Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show. I know we got about a minute left. Uh, we will be back in studio tomorrow doing a live show once again. And I believe Kurt will be in the house for sure. I know Kwame will be calling us from Santa Clara, uh, giving us updates around, you know, that Bay Area and, and how Super Bowl 50 is what's going on around there. So we'll catch you all tomorrow tomorrow morning. I thank you for tuning in with Demry Lachey. I know there was some other stuff I wanted to t- touch up on, but you know, we always run out of time. So there's always another show the next day tomorrow. We will be in studio for Friday. You listen to the Kwame Lester Sports Talk show with Demry Lachey. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you tomorrow. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.